You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. Quick note over dramatic music. Arvidos. Boomer, you want no part of the Vikings, and you want no part of the Panthers, That's correct? That's right, yep. All right. Scones, I want no part of the Ravens and no part of the Panthers. Our vetoes are in. Now, we talk about, this is just an opinion, the most exciting game of the NFL so far this year. It's time for Best of the Best. This week's Best of the Best. Oh, boy. Gird your loins, people. Niners laying three and a half, hosting the Cowboys. This is late 80s, early 90s. This is the logo game of the week. It is. I mean, it is everything that we want as a football fan. Can't wait. You want to see two great defenses. You want to see great offensive players. Uh, Christian McCaffrey right now is playing at a level. I thought he played at this level maybe a second year in the league, and then he had the injuries and all that stuff. But since he got to San Francisco, he's virtually unstoppable. And Kyle Shanahan is using him in so many ways. And that's why when you get a guy like Christian McCaffrey and then you pair him up with an offensive coordinator and offensive mind like his head coach has in Kyle Shanahan, it becomes fun to watch. I mean, it's kind of like what Mike McDaniel is doing down in exactly. in, uh, in Miami with Tyree Kill. And, his and former Tua. run game coordinator. Yes, exactly. So, man, I'll tell you what. If this game were in Dallas, I'd be, I'd be hard-pressed to pick against Dallas just simply because what we have seen from them at home in front of their fans – is that their defense basically smothers the opposing team offense. This is in San Francisco. This is going to be intense, and this is going to be a San Francisco team that's going to be locked and loaded to stop Dak Prescott in this offense. All right, here, let, let's approach it from this. So I, and I might be crazy, like we talked about it before the season, Eagles replacing two coordinators, youth movement, you know, some some big talent left. I think the Niners are simply a cut above everybody else. They are an absolute wagon. And I understand, well, they got their asses kicked in Philly. They were down to the janitor playing quarterback. My point is, with this team, the way they're playing, Boomer, they are a wagon. And I look at it, I go, all right, well, how do you attack them? Start there. So if you're you're Dallas, how am I attacking this team on offense? And then what do you even attempt to do okay, against well, their offense? Here, here's the first thing that you need to do is you need to get after Brock Purdy. This will be the best defense Brock Purdy has seen since last year's game against the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs. And remember what happened to him in the playoffs. He got hurt. Now, I'm not saying you want to hurt the kid, but you certainly got to get after this kid. And the beauty about what Brock Purdy has done this year compared to where he was last year, and I thought he was really good last year, is that he is reading defenses and getting rid of the ball really, really quickly. Now, this defense is sudden, and we all have seen how quickly Micah Parsons can get in the backfield. 
And that's really what this is going to be about. It's going to be about pressuring a second-year quarterback into making a mistake. That's the first thing that you have to do if you are the Dallas Cowboys. You have to somehow, because they lead the team, the league, or they're second in the league in turnovers, somehow they have got to come out of this game a plus two in order to win the game, I believe. And that's going to you know fall on the Dallas defense, and it's all about pressure on Brock Purdy. You ever get pissed off watching Purdy? Like no, as a, no, 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 as a former quarterback. Why? Can you imagine? I mean, this kid's living a dream sequence. You got Kyle Shanahan calling your place. You got a monster O-line with one of the best left tackles of my lifetime. You got Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. Man, you know what it sounds like? Whew. Sounds like 1985 to 1990 <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. I had a mad scientist as an offensive coordinator in uh, Bruce Coslett. Uh, an offensive coordinator, uh, an offensive head coach, and Sam Weish. I had Eddie Brown, Tim McGee, Chris Collinsworth, Rodney Holman, Icky Woods. You just get you get Anthony this, Munoz. You get James a collection Brooks. of people together. That's what I'm saying. God. I mean, you look at this and you go, "Boy, how many quarterbacks could you put in there and make this work?" Here's my one thing with Dallas. I still believe, and I know the Patriots couldn't do it, but I still believe the way to attack them. You want to slow Michael Parsons down? You run right at him. You have and, to. And San Francisco with the pre-snap candy, it makes you take that extra half beat, and you can't you, – it almost turns you into the Rod Rust read and react. Well, what <laughs> it I, makes what, you slow down. What I love about this offense, just like his dad's offense, it all does start with the off-tackle run first and foremost. You yeah. want to be a physical run-oriented football team, and then everything else comes off of that. Even in this day and age of the forward pass and – you know, all the rules uh, basically benefiting the offense, it's still about the off-tackle run. And to me, that's what they do with Christian McCaffrey, and they're not afraid to do it. And Kyle Shanahan understands that. That's why there's a lot of play-action passing. That's why there's a lot of formations. That's why there's a lot of motion. It's all the same plays, but it's all the stuff that's camouflaging that's what right. they're doing. Well, and you're seeing it in Miami as well. I mean, it's 80% pre-snap motion and it's about 40% play-action passing. It's a simple game, but they dress it up. Sure they do, and, and it, they're smart about doing it. Their players have to be able to pull it off. Uh, correct. There has there has to be an IQ of the players that are running the offense in order to yeah, do that. You're drafting an archetype, though. This is what the good teams do. You're drafting a player. Patriots did it for years. Do your job. Right, and here's the other thing about Dallas. What I do like about their offense this year, and I know that a uh, number of uh, Tony Romo was talking about this, I think week two, I think we had them on CBS and I remember him talking to Mike McCarthy, who is now calling the plays. One of the things that Mike McCarthy wanted to do for the Dallas offense was speed it up. And I wish the Bengals would do this in Cincinnati. Tempo. And I and I sent Zach Taylor a message, try this. And I'm not talking. See? See? You do have the. I knew it. <laughs> but I'm not talking about no huddle offense like I ran back in Cincinnati. I'm talking about when I went back in 1997, we ran in and out of the huddle faster than any team in the history of the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. And Mike McCarthy has upgraded the tempo on his offense. So watch how quickly they get in and out of their huddle to the line of scrimmage. And that does put an enormous amount of pressure on an opposing defense, even a great defense as the Nick Bosa-led, Fred Warner-led uh, San Francisco 49ers. I still don't trust Dak. That's my big problem. I still don't trust him, Boomer. I'm not saying he's bad. Just saying in a big spot, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, where are you at with him? I actually respect Dak. Um, I like him. I, 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 he's not one of the four elite quarterbacks in the NFL. He's in that, if you want to go tier 
quarterback, I, I would put him in that second tier, and that's not a knock on him. I, I respect him as a player. I respect him. I certainly respect him as a man because I can't imagine what it must be like for him having to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys with the largest fan base right. and the most critical fan base of any team in the league. And your owner's a wild card. And you are, yeah, and you have no idea what the wild And, you know, they bring in Trey Lance and all this other stuff. I mean, so he's dealt with a lot of crap. And I know this is a huge game for him, but it's one of 17 in the season. And this game could eventually determine home field advantage between the two of these teams in the playoffs. And I know that the Cowboys would much rather have San Francisco in their building than having to go back out there. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Niners. I, I don't I don't love the three and a half. And I know it's public. I know majority of people will be on the Niners. I just believe they're a cut above. They're a cut above Philly, a cut above Dallas, a cut above Detroit. The Niners might just be that team. I mean, dude, last regular season game they lost. Anybody want to tell me? I think it was last year this yeah. week. Yeah, the last game they actually lost was to the Philadelphia Eagles. Right, I'm saying regular and that's because season. because Brock Purdy got hurt. Yeah, regular season, right. the last game they lost. Wasn't that the Arrowhead game? Yeah, I think I think that's exactly when it was. I mean. So here, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with the Cowboys, and I'm going to take the points because I think this is going to be a field goal 21 game. kind of game. It's going to be a knock them yeah. sock them game, and I, I, and I do – I don't think the Cowboys will win. I think the, the 49ers will win. But the three and a half, that hook, makes me think that this is going to be a Cowboy cover here. All right. So let's go. Final word. We've got a, a feeble five, if you will. We're going to get we're going to get into some depressing stuff. Eddie. Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos. Brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. <laughs> The final word. All right. So take me through what we're doing here. So we have a feeble five. And, uh, you know, each week I do a power rankings, my own power rankings. At the bottom of those rankings, I put my feeble five. And oddly enough, this week, my my 32nd ranked team was the New York Giants. And it really had nothing to do with Evan Neal and his comments after the game or whatever the hell happened to him this week. I don't really care about that stuff. What I care about is what I see on the field. They look like the worst team in football. Yeah, they do. And their statistics tell you that they are. Uh, This is a team, one of two teams, that has not played with the lead one offensive snap. Think about that for a second. The Jets are the other teams. That's how good football in New York is. Um, So my problem (laughs) with the Giants is that their defense – is basically terrible. They don't get any turnovers. They have two young cornerbacks. Uh, they don't seem to have any sort of pass rush pressure on opposing quarterback. And that's not they don't. And and their offense is turning the ball over. And Daniel Jones is coming off maybe one of his worst games, especially under the contract that he is with right now. So they are number thirty-two in my feeble five. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> You know, my, so then, you know, we know Carolina is going through a, a growing process. And we were talking about Bryce Young earlier. You know, he's not ready yet. He's still a kid. It's three games in. This is going to be his fourth game. It's going to be on the road. It's against a tough Lion defense. And, you know, now there's there's momentum in Detroit. So now he's going to have to face that. And I know that they're trying to keep it as simple as they possibly can. But then when you see what Andy Dalton did out in Seattle, you know that they would be a better team with Andy playing right now and yeah. Bryce sitting. But I think there's just so much pressure to play these young kids right now and to fight through it and fight through the ad- uh, adversity that they're hoping that that will make him a better player down the road in a couple years. Yeah, it, it's – I just wor- – I worry. Physically. He, he, yeah, I, I just really – I worry about him. 
And I know Frank's a damn good coach, and I know they'll get better weapons around him. I mean, it just I, – I love the report this week. Yeah, we're looking for a number one receiver. Oh, that's nice. We'll get in line at the deli, guys. I mean, you kind of missed your window to do that. You brought in the dead body of Adam Thielen. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you did that well they brought in guys that they felt were going to help the young guy and we're going to be able to keep him calm now whether or not he is you know kind of losing it a little bit i i don't know that frank will never tell me that but I know that they're going to try to continue to put him out there and try to put him in the best situation for him to complete a lot of passes and not take a lot of hits. Hey, listen, this is one of the reasons why you would have wanted C.J. Stroud as opposed to Bryce Young. If you take a look at C.J., he looks bigger than he actually is on the field. That's what I mean. I mean, he looks like a tank out there compared to Bryce Young. Number three. All right, number three. You know, I, I, we often make fun of the Arizona Cardinals. You say what you want about them. You talked about it earlier. Gannon has those guys playing tough. The interesting thing is going to be if and when Kyler Murray can come back this season, What are they going to put him out there? I wouldn't. I, if, what are you going to do with him in the offseason if you end up with the worst record in football? You're going to do it with the Patriots or the Chargers did with J.C. Jackson. You're going to write a really expensive postage stamp. You're going to draft a quarterback at the top of the draft. There's no way he plays in Arizona. Right, so you understand what's going on there. You can see that. The other one that I have at this uh, bottom five is the Chicago Bears. Now, this was prior to Thursday night's game against the Washington Commanders. This is two back-to-back games for Justin Fields. And you talked about this earlier as well because you kind of get the flavor of the Midwest out there that Eberflus might be hanging on by a thread. And they needed to win the game on Thursday night. I wonder where that puts Washington's coach, Ron Rivera, as we look forward to next year and what happens with that team. I still believe it's the enemy's job. I still believe this is Rivera's swan song. I don't think it was accidental that he went there. I do you, don't. Do you think that uh, Ron Rivera saying this is it for me personally and I'm walking away from it, or do you think Josh Harris and the new ownership group is saying we are elevating Eric Bam I think it's choice coach? B. I, that's just an opinion. Right. I, I didn't call the bat phone. Just an opinion. A uh, question for you. No Raiders on this? You know, I do worry about the Raiders. They were, I think, I think they were seconds, but yeah, yeah. I know. I do worry about the Raiders. There's no question about that, especially their quarterback situation. And I know that Raider fans are unhappy with Josh McDaniels, as is Devontae Adams. As am I, because Josh Daniels, Josh McDaniels is terrible. 
All right. Well, that's an uplifting finish. Listen, <laughs> quarter pole. This was exciting. We're yes. going to come back and do it all over again next week. More fun. More Evan Neal. That's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. Travel safe. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.